Welcome into Straight Up Sports. I am your host, Devin Albertson, and week five of eight-man football is in the books. Crazy weekend. I don't know what the heck was in the water this week or what was going on, but every time I looked at the scores, just nothing really made sense this week. There were a few games that made sense. I'll go through those pretty quickly because it's the easy ones to get through. Uh, Southwest Livingston beating Stewartsville 48 nothing. No surprise there. Uh, Mound City being Northwest Sunway, 48-0. No surprise there. Took Mound City a little bit longer. They look sluggish tonight. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to get up. If you're a really good team, to get up for a team like Northwest Nottoway is very difficult to do. So I'm giving them a little bit of a pass on that. They did not look sharp tonight, but they got the job done. They made the plays needed to be made to end that game. Really disappointed we had to go to the second half for that game because it really wasn't needed. But it is what it is. Mound City with the win. They needed that. More about them later. Um, Worth County was up on King City 42-6 to at halftime. They called that due to Lightning. No big surprise there. I thought Worth County was a better team anyways. Um, Norbert Harden Central beating Bramer 56-6. to That makes sense. Uh, Oric beat Northwest Hughesville 66-14. to Yep. Alpine City beating Chillahowie 70-28. to Yep. Uh, Liberal beating Ridge Hill 66-42. to Yes. Those all made sense. Uh, East Atchison beating uh, Rockport 54-8. to Made sense. Rockport, I'm sorry. I know you're ranked number nine coming into this game. I didn't think you were that good. I just really didn't. And I find out before the game, right before the game, someone texted me and said that East Agent had a couple guys suspended for the game. Um, I talked to one of their coaches after the game. It was Bywater, Merriweather, and another defensive starter. And they won 54-8. to um, You lose your two leading rushers, two of your leading backs, your leading tackler, and you still come out and you beat up on your rival. Huge win for East Atchison. I like the culture they're building over there with Coach Barron and Coach Dotson over there and Jeter. All those guys got a few connections over there. They do a great job. Big win for them over Rockport. It's always a big rivalry game there for East Atchison and Rockport. Good for EA. They needed that win to set up next week's matchup with Mountain City to be undefeated going into that game. But really that score... The only thing that surprised me is they did so handily without their three other starters. That's the only thing that really surprised me, but East Addison was a huge win. You saw what happened with Mountain City when they played a, about, given Livingston's a lot better than Rockport is, play a good team with two starters out, two of your better players, you might lose. East Addison came out, improved their depth a little bit there, which is why they're a scary team for me next week. Um, South Holt, Nolly Holt beat DeKalb 48-18. Um, that's not surprising. What was surprising, it was 7-6 to six at halftime. Where has this Spartan team been at? I've I keep track of everybody's points per game and stuff like that. First three weeks allow 80, 66, and 62 points. I know it's Worth County, Livingston, and East Atchison who all have top 10 scoring offenses this year. Um, but that's a lot of points to give up first three weeks. They were giving up 70 some points a game. It was like what the heck? 69, I think it was. It's a lot of points. Last two weeks, 24 and 18. That's not bad. I mean, that'll work. They allowed 18 points to DeKalb. I don't know what happened there in Oregon. I don't know what they've changed over there, but it's working. They're down to allowing only 50 points per game, which from the start of the year, that's 20 points down from their average after two weeks. I mean, that's a huge change for them. That's that's what they need if they're going to beat uh, decent teams in the conference, and DeKalb is a decent team. So they needed that tonight. They came out. Drew Quillen's still a stud. He had seven touchdowns. I think it was four rushing, three passing. Good for the Spartans. They needed this win to get back on the right way. They're 2-3. and three. They're in my consideration for the top 10. I don't know if they'll get there this week. Um, it's either... I'll get to that more later, but that didn't really surprise me. Um, but 
Platte Valley was beating Albany early in that game 24-6. to That made zero sense. I know Platte Valley, I said this before, they are a lot better team than they have in the last few years. Them and DeKalb have made big jumps up in the 275. It might not show in their win-losses. I mean, it just might not because DeKalb's, what, 2-3 and three now? Platte Valley's 1-4. and four, But their actual on-the-field performance is much better. They're also much more competitive than they have in the past. They're not rolling over for teams. And that's huge for the conference to show how much stronger the conference is. Um, Albany did win 70-42. to 42. They came back, showed some resiliency, and came away with the win there. Good for Albany, but it's just Platte Valley playing a lot better. That kind of surprised me in this matchup versus Albany, who I thought was much better than what they're kind of showing uh, right now, which last three weeks they've lost to Mountain City, Worth County. I mean, that's just two, they're three and two in the year. Those are two tough losses. Uh, they competed well, especially the second game versus Worth County. So that's what's there. Um, and yes, I've gone this whole way. Okay, other so I picked South Holton Holton upset over DeKalb and a slight upset. DeKalb was getting some votes in the rankings. South Holton wasn't not. That was kind of my thinking there. Spartans got a my mini upset of the week. My upset of the week was Osceola Drexel. Um, I had Drexel winning that game. They did. They dominated 51-6. to Not sure what happened to Osceola. I'm curious if Garen played or not for him, or if Drexel is just that good right now. I don't know what happened. Um, haven't heard anything down there. But Drexel with a huge win, 51-6. to They were in my top 10 last week. Just so everybody knows, I have them at 10. They're going to be in it again this week. I'm going to move up to number 9. Um, so that's what I have for my top 10. Um, for that right there. And then, yes, I've gone... How long have I gotten to this podcast now? Five minutes, almost six. And I haven't got to the craziest thing that happened tonight. Number four, North Andrew, at number nine, North Shelby. North Shelby not only wins the game 46-36, to shuts out North Andrew in the second half. I cannot explain how impressive that is by the Raiders and Coach Bass over there at North Shelby to not only win a game against a really good North Andrew team where they were down by 20 at one point. A lot of teams, you get down by 20 North Andrew, you roll over. I mean, they're a top five team in the state year in, year out. It's, just, it's North Andrew. They're the Cardinals. You see the black and red over there. You know they're going to be good. You start getting down, and you kind of fall off a little bit. And that kind of happens. Um, and they didn't do that. They came out. They have a very good defensive line, a very good linebackers. Um I'm trying to look back some of the scores here throughout the game. Yeah, at halftime, it was 36-16, North Andrew. A lot of teams, you're down, you've only scored twice in the first half against North Andrew. They're pulling away a little bit. You roll over, and you just kind of, North Andrew kind of runs away with the second half. That did not happen. Props to North Shelby. They still have a top-five scoring offense, top-five scoring defense. Uh, they're no longer number one in differential. They're fourth now. Uh, but they're still a very good football team. And honestly... I thought they might be able to compete and keep it within two or three touchdowns, but not eventually beat North Andrew. But they went and beat North Andrew. That's a very impressive win for North Shelby, no matter which way you slice it. And if you look at uh, North Shelby, they have Chilla Howie next week. That's a W. They have at Stanbury week seven. That's probably a win as well. That's two wins right there. And then home versus Pattonsburg in week eight. Week eight, and then home versus um, Oric in week nine. This team could go eight and one. I don't know if they'll beat Pattonsburg, but you can't tell me seven and two or at least six and three at the minimum are not in stake for this North Shelby team. Depending on what happens with the Oric game in week nine, um, in Pattonsburg week eight, this team is set up very nicely for a playoff run, and their district 
Right now, it's Livingston, North Shelby, and Oric who could win that district. And that's very interesting going forward here to kind of see how those three teams match up there. That district a lot better than I thought it was in the preseason because mainly because North Shelby looks like a top five team right now. Yes, I said a top five team. I've already kind of looked at my um, ballot for what I'm going to turn in by Sunday afternoon, and I have them at four. I've moved North Shelby up from, I think I had them eight last week. Yeah, I had them eight last week, nine the week before that. Um, I have them moved up to number four. I mean, that's just, they were that impressive this week with a win like that. It's not just beating North Andrew by 10. Yes, beating North Andrew is always important, but shutting North Andrew out and that offense out for an entire half, only like, I think it was 83 yards with Coach Bass tweeted out in the second half, that's beyond impressive. North Shelby, team of the week. I don't care who it is. They are the team of the week. Very impressed with them so far this year. After losing the Waco Iowa Week 1, a lot of people, including myself, kind of wrote them off. Because, like, oh, North Shelby, they lost week one. I mean, I didn't have them ranked in the preseason. I didn't have them ranked week two or week three. I had them in week four and five. I finally got them in my rankings the last couple of weeks. And now, you know what, they're catapulting up. Because, honestly, I was like, you know what, yes, they've beaten Northwest Hughesville. They beat Norbert Harden Central. They beat Bramer. Big, like, okay, they should beat those teams. Those teams aren't that good. They should win those games handedly. I know the Harden Central game was more of a monkey off their back kind of thing with them. But when you go and beat North Andrew, hats off to you. I mean, you're going to get a lot of props, and I'm going to give you, bump you up the rankings. Because yeah, I needed that, that signature win for that program. I needed that. And you've seen the past couple of years, they'd play Worth County or Stanbury or North Andrew or a decent team uh, from up north and just get run off the field. It didn't happen this year, so North Shelby... Definitely proving some people wrong. Also, before I move on from the end of the scores here, Norbert Harden Central, they did beat Bramer 56-6. to The important thing is there is Coach Thacker there for Norbert Harden Central. Um, did get his, I think it was 103rd when I retweeted it. Um, he tweeted out, very humbled and proud and emotional tonight. His boys won over Bramer. Ties him for the school record with Hall of Fame Tom Adams of Richmond. Uh, at 103 wins. Um, thanks to his old coach for the mentorship and everything like that. Um, and hit the late coach, Tom Adams. Um, so very cool moment there for Coach Thacker to get to that point. 103 wins in his career. Very impressive there for Coach Thacker. Uh, good coach. Great guy. Great guy. Easy to talk to. Um, always enjoyed whenever I get to meet up with him. They play Osula next week. They got Chillahowie in week seven. So next couple weeks he'll break the school record, be at 104 wins. They got Hughesville and Appleton City. So at least a couple more wins on their schedule. I see there at least two for sure. Other two are going to be a little more difficult to get, but they're going to finish a four or five win team with a very young team. Still pretty impressive down there for Coach Thacker. Um, but kind of looking forward into the last, we're at the halfway point of the regular season. We just crossed it with week five. You have five games of data and a jamboree kind of on each one of these teams. So you kind of see the I'm trying to do it right now. The adjustment from what I thought in preseason and the first couple of weeks until now, and kind of be like, okay, we have more data points. We can see where teams are playing in a conference, at a conference, and some more structure to how we view these teams. And it's kind of opening my eyes a little bit to see where these teams all rank. Um, I'll tell you right now, my top nine is pretty set. I might mix up the order a little bit here before I turn in my ballot. This is what I'm thinking right now after week five. Um, for my top 10. 
I got Pattonsburg at number one still. I know they started off sluggish tonight. Only had, I think, 22 points at halftime versus Stanbury, which really baffled me. I thought they would run Stanbury off the field, but they've never beaten Stanbury before. So that's still another mental hurdle they had to get over. They're the best start in school history at 5-0. and They finally beat Stanbury for the first time. Just big milestone arrangements there for Pattonsburg. Even if Stanbury's in a down year, those are important for that program. But Pattonsburg, put them number one for me. Um, also, props to them for only allowing six points this week. I kind of talked to Coach Cavan over there and like, hey, you guys are dominating first half, but then like the final score looks like a lot worse, a lot closer to game, like your defense is a lot worse than it actually is. Um, so props to them for kind of shoring that up a little bit here and getting a dominating win over Stanbury. Number two, East Atchison. Uh, I know we're a couple weeks away, f- uh, removed from the Mountain City loss now. But East Atchison, the way they did it with, I think they're deeper than Mountain City. I really do. I think they're a deeper football team than Mountain City is right now. Um, they might not have the TJ Hopkins at the top, or Landon Pop is still a darn good football player. I watched him play tonight versus Northwest Nottoway. They slipwalked through that game, but he still almost annihilated a dude on the sideline. Kick off, kick it off deep, the kid took it down the sideline, and it was on the near sideline. Northwest on my bench. I heard the hit from the press box. He hit him so hard. It was a heck of a football play. Uh, Landon Pop is still a pretty good football player. Dylan George, very explosive. But Mount City, I don't think they're as big up front as, North, as East Ashton is. I don't think they're quite as physical up front. I think Mount City last year was much better up front than they are this year. So next week, over, I'm guessing the game's in Tarkio. Not fair, in fact. I hope so for that, for fans' sake. Um, Tarkio just a little better facilities. Um, that that game should be a lot of fun. I wish I was kind of going to it. I'm still going to do a pretty good game next week. But that is very interesting to see how that kind of goes out with Mountain City East Atchison next week. One, it's for the conference. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. One, it's for the conference title. Two, it's for the number one seed in district number four. And three, if Mount City loses this game, their best they can finish in the conference is third. Behind East Ashton and Livingston. So that would be a big drop-off for Mount City. East Atchison can pretty much clinch the conference after this week. Because they've already beaten South Holt's Livingston. They've already beaten DeKalb. They've already beaten South Holt and Holt. They've already beaten Mount City and beat Livingston. They're ready to say home versus Stewartsville, home versus Stanbury at Platte Valley. I mean, this this is the last test for East Atchison, in my opinion. I don't think Stanbury's that good this year. This is their last test before going into the playoffs. If they win this game, they're in the driver's seat to go to the state championship game. They just are. So this is a huge game for East Atchison. I can't wait to see how it goes. Mount City, kind of the same way. They still have South Holt and Holt in week seven, and they have DeCab and uh, Rockport in the year. So my guess is they would sweep out the rest of the year if they win this week. I will call it South Holt and Holt game versus the next week in week seven. That was good last year. We'll see if the Spartans can recreate that magic again this year. Um, we'll kind of see. Um, but yeah, Mount City, East Atchison, that game is monumentally huge. I'm not going to pick a winner right now. I have all week to figure out who I'm going to pick in that game. I'm going to go back and forth. Um, one thing we're also seeing right now, South Holt, Nolly Holt, resurgence. I, I knew this was going to happen. Okay, I think they probably should have won week two versus Livingston. They probably should have won that game. They lost by, what, four? And they probably should have won it, but they didn't. They lost Worth County week one, but you know what? They were in that game for about a half until they had three straight possessions where they either had a turnover in the red zone or something just fluky happened, and Worth County was able to pull away. They were in that game the whole time. East Atchison, I think they probably, that was probably their worst loss. I think East Atchison probably controlled that game more 
than what the Spartans would have liked. But since then, the Spartans took care of Flat Valley, took care of DeKalb. They're going to take care of Stewartsville next week and get ready for Mound City. And then they got Rockport and North Carolina in the year. I think this team still, if Quinlan stays healthy, five wins, five and four at the minimum, I think, going into the playoffs. That's a pretty good football team there. It's five and four. Uh, if you look at their losses, are all the top five or six teams in the state. Four, their four, their. That's pretty tough. I mean, they're a pretty good football team. They're going to be pretty salty. Probably the fourth best team in that in that district, um, going in. Um, okay, yeah, but I was getting to it. East Ashton three. I got Mount City three. Sorry, in my rankings, number four. I told you North Shelby. I have them number four. I have them uh, jumping a few teams there, but I have them number four. Number five. I have Southwest Livingston. I was a little down on Livingston. Um, after week one, when they uh, got smoked by East Atchison, and then in week two, when they barely squeaked by South Holt Nami Holt, I thought they should have lost that game. I was a little farther down on them. But since that point, if you see what they've done, they dominated DeKalb, who was rolling at the time. They went and beat Mount City, given Mount City was a little short-staffed, but they still went on the road and beat Mount City by three touchdowns. Then this week, they shit out Stewartsville, did exactly what they're supposed to do, 48-0, in and out, done. Good. They still have at Platte Valley, who's improved, but Livingston will be the favorite next week. Home versus Rockport. Rockport's given us some trouble in the past, but Livingston, they're too talented. They should win that game. Then home versus Northwest Nottoway. They're going to finish 7-1 and in conference play, and they play King City in the year. They're going to win that game. They're going to finish 8-1. That's going to be a very good football team going into the playoffs. And a team that's very dangerous because, first of all, they have Mackie Anderson. But also their, their supporting cast is playing well too, right now too. Chase Neptune, among others. They're a very dangerous team that if they can get past North Shelby or Oric, depending on how their seating works out in that district, and then play Pattonsburg or Worth County, they could give those teams fits. And that could be interesting to see how Livingston does it this year. So Livingston, maybe a dark horse makes a state championship game. Them and North Shelby could be very dangerous. Um, number six, I have Worth County. I think I dropped him a spot. That'd just be... Nope, I left him at six. Um, I don't know. Them and North Angel are kind of a toss-up right now for me, personally. I think, I have, I think I'm think i calling that game in week eight, which I'm really excited for. Um, that's going to be a fun game. That's going to be a lot of points. Worth County kind of showed their defensive muscles here versus King City this week, winning 42-6. to six. Um, They got Oric next week. It's a huge game. I don't know if Oric's going to be ranked or not. They have been ranked in the past few weeks. Um, I'm not big on Oric, but Oric... They're maybe better than last year. I don't know. It's hard to tell right now from down south. Um, yeah, but I got Worth County at six. North Andrew at seven. I dropped them down uh, three spots. I just left Livingston and Worth County and dropped them below those guys. I think North Andrew's still pretty good. I mean, their two losses are to Pattonsburg and North Shelby, who I have in both the top four teams. So those aren't bad losses for North Andrew. I think they get back in the winning way. I mean, they have Stanbury and Albany. I think they squeaked by Albany. I think they Stanbury got their game next week with them. So, but you see that if they win both those games, they're five and two going to play North Worth County, and then they play Bramer. So you're looking at seven and two, six and three season, depending on how it goes. Next couple of weeks, very interesting. They'll be the three seed in their region, in their district now, behind Mount City and East Atchison. Um, in some order. So North Andrew, a very difficult. It'll be very difficult out in the playoffs. Um, eight Appleton City. They took care of business tonight. They're still a pretty good team. Um, their win over Drexel looks a little better now than it did earlier in the season. So they took care of Ridge Hill. They took care of East Casey East Christian. Took care of Hughesville. 
uh, took care of Chilla Howie. I mean, they're just kind of taking care of business right now. Um, they play Pleasanton, Kansas. Uh, they had Osceola and Liberal and Norbert Hard Central in the air. So I think they go 9-0 in the regular season. I don't know how good they are, though. I just don't. I think Drexel might be him in a rematch right now at this point. I have Drexel at 9 in my rankings. I have them at 9. You know why? Because they beat Oric at Oric in Week 3. So that's why I have them over Oric right now. I think Drexel right now is rolling. They did beat Osceola. They beat Oric. Um, they played Liberal and beat them already. They lost to Appleton City. Um, who else did they also beat? Beat Norman Harden Central handedly. They're a good football team. They just are at this point, so I'm interested to see how they go the rest of the year. They got Hughesville this week. They're going to win that. Um, Rich Hill, they should probably beat Rich Hill. They got Chilla Howie. They'll win that game. And then they got Casey East. So if they beat um, Rich Hill pretty much in week seven, they're going to go 8-1. and one. I mean, I think Drexel could be could beat Appleton City in a rematch and possibly be the representative for District 1 playing either Mountain City, EA, or North Andrew in the state semifinals. So, interesting to see how that kind of happens. I will fly the Drexel banner for now and jump on their bandwagon as a top 10 team. I'll do it. I'm not afraid to. And finally, number 10. I have four teams I could put here. Four teams I'm kind of thinking about. Um... Number one, I'm just going alphabetical order. Albany, number one. I mean, they're three and two. Their losses are to Mountain City and Worth County. Those are two good teams. Um, number two, uh, Liberal. Their losses are to Drexel and Osceola. So maybe not Liberal. They're three and two. They're playing okay. Them and Osceola are kind of even there. I probably won't put Liberal in there. I just wanted to kind of have them in the discussion because they are three and two um, with it. Um, who else did I have in my poll? Oh, uh, why? Oh, Oric. Oric is definitely in discussion. They're four and one. Their one loss is a one point loss at home to Drexel. Um, but I don't think they've been that impressive so far this year. I mean, if you look at Oric, they beat Chillahowie. They beat Norburn Harnsinger by 30. They beat, they lost to Drexel. They beat Stewartsville and they beat Northwest Hughesville. I don't. I'm just not that impressed with them so far. They got Worth County on the road this week. That's huge for them. If they can somehow pull off that upset, they're gonna be a top ten team. That's just the way it is. They still got North Shelby in week number nine. They got Osceola, who's gonna be a tough out in week eight. So we'll see what happens with Oric. Kind of see where they're at um, with this stuff. But I'm not as high in Oric. They might end up getting my thought there. I'm probably leaning Albany over them right now, but it's kind of back and forth with those two teams. And the last one, the team that I'm thinking I want to really put in there, South Holt and Albany Holt. They're 2-3. and three. They're getting things turned around. I think they might be ranked by the time we get to Week 7 they play Mount City. So we'll see what happens there. Maybe not, a lot, not enough um, evidence right now to put them in the poll because of their slow start. That loss to Livingston, if they win that game, they're a ranked team right now. They just are. They'd be 3-2 and two with wins over Livingston, who beat Mountain City. Losses to Mount City, to Worth County and East Addison, you're going to be ranked. They'd be Albany right now, pretty much, with a better resume. So, right now, I think South Holt Holt is a borderline top 10 team with Albany and Oric. All kind of right there. Um, but that's what I have it right now. I don't think there's a clear-cut favorite to win state right now. I think Pattonsburg would still be my slight favorite, but East Ashton and Mount City could both beat them. I think, given the right situation, 
North Shelby or Southwest Livingston could beat them, given if rain and windy like it was last year versus Worth County. You think Pattonsburg's not vulnerable to Worth County, Livingston, or North Shelby in their running games? Absolutely they are. It's just the way it is. There is no team this year who has been the dominant team like we've seen the past couple of years with Worth County, Mountain City, even Sacred Heart a couple of years ago. Uh, before that, with the Stanberry, North Andrew teams that were just that much better than everybody else. I don't think that's the case right now. I think there's a lot of good teams in the state right now, but not a whole lot of, hey, this team just jumps off the page is great. The closest thing I think that is Pattonsburg. But you showed today versus Stanberry, if their offense isn't clicking, teams can stick around a little bit. So we'll see what happens with Pattonsburg. they got a couple of um, interesting games coming up here. I mean, if you look at Pattonsburg's schedule, they got Rich Hill, which I think they'll win that game. But after that, at Worth County, at North Shelby, at Albany to end the year, that's a tough three-game stretch. Those are three teams that are top half of the teams in the state, including two that you could argue are top five teams with Worth County and North Shelby. So they got some big, just heavy-hitting matches coming up here, games that will kind of test their mettle a little bit and see how good they really are going down the stretch here. Um, if they go through the regular season undefeated, they're going to be my favorites to go to state. They still might be either way, but I'm just kind of interested to see how Pattonsburg kind of Withstands. If you look at Worth County and North Shelby, they're both four and one, but they're four and one with losses to teams from Iowa, Bedford, and Waco. So Worth County and North Shelby have not lost to anybody in Missouri. They're both pretty good football teams. So I'm interested to kind of see how it goes, um, and how it all kind of works itself out. So that's what we have. We'll know more next week. I mean, if you look at some of the matchups, Mount City EA, that's huge. You'll be able to decide who's going to win the 275 after that game. I think. Um, Rockport King City, that's a fun GRC 275 conference matchup. And honestly, this might be a hot take right now. It might be. But the GRC has fallen back to earth a little bit, in my opinion. The teams there are just not as good as they have been the last few years. I think Pattonsburg, Worth County, North Andrew are all really good. I think Albany is an okay team. I think King City is an okay team. Uh, Stanbury is not very good this year. Bramer is one of the worst teams in the state. That's just the way their conference is working out right now. And I think the middle of the pack teams, the GRC, that usually lift that conference up so much, are down a bit. Just the way I look at it right now, I mean, you look at some of the crossover teams, King City, they lost at a conference to DeKalb. Um, who else? Kind of going through here. Um, Albany got smoked by Mountain City. Not really surprised there. That shouldn't be a, a knock against the conference. I mean, that's a good team. Um, sorry, I don't know why this has been. Uh, North Andrew loses to North Shelby. You didn't see that two years ago. You didn't see a GRC team, especially one of the best three in the, in the conference, losing to a team, either North Shelby or one of the teams down south. That just didn't happen. It happened this year. That's a that's a cause of concern for the conference. Um, Albany struggling with Platte Valley. That's a concern for the conference a little bit. I know they can't have pulled away late, but Platte Valley... Is one of those teams that the GRC usually kind of looked down upon a little bit and ran off the field. It didn't happen until like the fourth quarter this time. So you're kind of seeing this kind of creep in a little bit with the GRC that maybe they're not quite as good as they have in the past. I still think King City will beat Rockport because I'm just not that high on Rockport. Um, but you kind of see that back and forth a little bit. You'll see it with East Ashton Stanberry. 
Uh, if Pattonsburg loses to North Shelby, that's a big red flag for the conference. It just is. You saw 275 kind of come back a little bit last year in the playoffs and kind of fight back against the GRC a little bit more than they have in the past. Uh, Livingston versus King City in Week 9. That's a good 275 GRC crossover game. Just, all these games are kind of showing me. Also, the 275, Northwest Norway is really bad. Stewartsville is not good. Besides that, the other seven teams in the conference are at least competent. DeKalb, Platte Valley, much better than they have been in the past. Rockport, as much as I'm not as high as everybody else is, I still think they're a solid team. They're still a solid team. They're not an easy out by anybody, really. Southwold and Holt, they can score with pretty much anybody. They're f- trying to figure their defense out. They're going to be a tough out. And then you have Livingston, East Atchison, and, and Mound City. Possibly three of the top five teams in the state. I mean, the 275 is a lot better now than they have been over the past five years whenever the alignment happened, or however long it's been now. So the 275 is just much better, and it's kind of showing here on the field. And also the teams down south are better than they have been in the past. I think that's what's causing some of this chaos, is some of the teams that are not in northwest Missouri are better than they have been, and we're still being slow to correct to that. Correct to North Shelby actually being a team that can compete for compete with the teams up in the Northwest. Oric or Drexel competing with teams up here. I mean, we just haven't seen that in the past. We don't know quite how to handle it and where to situate these teams because we haven't had that issue in the past. It's been, well, yes, Worth County is going to play um, hard and central in the semifinal here. Yeah, but they won 70-8. to eight. You looked at the field whenever they played. I even coached, that was a few years ago, that was like a decade ago, but you kind of saw it happen. I, co- I talked to Coach Thacker about it in the off season, in the state at the state at the All Star game. He's like, I was. He's like, I coached that game. We got in the field. We saw warm ups. We're like, we do not belong in the same field as this team. They had some men over there. That's just the way it has been for a long time with the eight man. It's been Northwest Missouri dominated. The team that's been farthest south to win a state championship is DeKalb. That's St. Joe. That's just the way, and that was still back in what the nineties. I mean, you had St. Joe Christian back in the two thousands. Won a state championship. I think it was, what, 05, 07, somewhere around there. And they went to a few more. But other than that, the state champion has been from northwest Missouri. Maybe the farthest east has been, what, Worth County? I think, maybe. I mean, it's been northwest Missouri. It just has been. So to kind of break that mold a little bit here and try to think, okay, realistically, which teams outside of the Mound City, Worth County, Stanberry, North Asia, which one of those teams outside of there could actually win a state title? You're kind of looking, well, maybe Livingston could. Which, they're still kind of in Northwest Missouri, um, but it's kind of going toward the central part of the state. Maybe North Shelby could. Maybe a Drexel or Appleton City in their first year at eight-man could shock the state and win a state championship. You're kind of seeing this more and more now, and I think it's good for the first full of the sport because you don't want to be regionalized like college football is with the SEC in the South and the ACC. You don't want that. You want teams from around the state. You want good product across the state so you're not just looking down on one part of the state. It's just what it is, and I've been guilty of that. I really have. So it's very interesting. I don't think there's any great teams. Um, I don't think Mount State's been relatively impressive. I don't think their coaches are impressed with their team right now. I think they're kind of disappointed in some of the things they're seeing on the field. So we'll see if maybe they can correct that some going forward. And they're going to correct it fast because they play East Atchison this week and South Holton Holt Holton the week after. And they got the Cab and Rockport. I mean, their last four games is when they have to make their money over there for Mount City. So we'll see what happens. Um, we'll know more after next week. As I said, the more data we get, the more we go forward. I am interested to see for Osceola if their loss 
uh, this week was somewhat to do about um, not having if Tyler Guerin was hurt or something because they've been scoring a bunch of points this year and they only scored six versus Drexel. I'm curious if that was an injury or if it was just Drexel and the Bobcats just playing great. So we'll see. I'm over 30 minutes. I went a little bit long, but there was just so much to dissect this week. Um, this week I'm calling North Andrew at Stanbury. I'll be over there. I'll be in the stands calling that game. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Hopefully it doesn't rain next Friday. Hopefully it's a lot better weather than this weekend was. So should be interesting. I'll have another show for you guys up Wednesday or Thursday this week. Not really sure, but it'll be up. Be a lot to talk about in week six. Um, media rankings will be out Monday morning, first thing, seven o'clock in the morning or so. So make sure you keep out look out for those. See if your team is ranked. Um, and give us some feedback. If you like the rankings or not, yell at some media members. I'm part of that. I'm one of the seven uh, members. You have me, Britt Barnett from KMA, Chris Roush from KQ2, Chris Dewar from KQ- KHQA, uh, Randy Spear from uh, Wardburg Daily Star, I believe it is, uh, Brandon Zinner down the news press in St. Joe, and then Anthony Crane over the Daily Forum. So us seven make up the media poll. It's very Northwest Missouri heavy, but that's where most of the teams are at. So it's just what it is. I don't know who to go for down south. If you guys know somebody down south who covers the Liberals and Appleton City and Drexel and all them and what they want to be part of it, more the merrier. I want them to be represented, but I don't know who to go to down there because no one ever tweets out scores from down there, so I never know. It drives me crazy down there. I wish they'd be a little more active. But thank you guys for following my 8-man football on Twitter. We're at 967 followers. Get us to 1,000. Let's get to 1,000. That should be a lot of fun. Week five's in the books. Um, I'll give you my predictions for state semifinals. How about that? Right now, I will go Drexel out of District 1, North Shelby out of District 2, Pattonsburg out of District 3, and I'll say East Addison right now in District 4. And I'll go an EA Pattonsburg state championship game as of right now. That's my gut feeling. It's the first time I haven't had Mount City in the state championship game. Um, the past couple of years, actually. So, that's what I have right now. That's my gut feeling as of right now. But, right now, District 4 is a toss-up. And it, district 2, 3, all these districts are kind of toss-up. There's there's two or three good teams each one of these districts this year, actually. It's kind of surprising how this kind of all worked out. Um, so, maybe Misha actually did a good job. I, know I kind of want to slow myself down a little bit there before I give them too much praise. But we're kind of going to have to see going forward. We're halfway through the regular season. Let's go. I'm out of here, guys. You guys have a great uh, weekend, and I'll see you back for week six here on Straight Up Sports. Mm -hmm.